Happy to have Forrest willing to speak to us this morning, so I'd like to pray with him before he begins. Lord, thank you for Forrest's willingness to come and share your word this morning, and we just pray as he opens the word, you would open our hearts and open our ears to hear what you have for us today. We just ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good morning. It warms my heart to hear my mom over there praying for me. In the bulletin, it says I'll be in Philippians 2, and that was really my intention earlier in the week. But this was the last week of school. It was kind of, last week of school is like the craziest week ever for a teacher. And as I got closer, I started writing out my sermon, fleshing out my ideas, and I was like, Katie, will you kind of look this over and see what you think? And body language says a lot. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. You know. You can just tell when your wife does not approve. <laughs> so I was like, oh, great. What? You know, I have nothing now. And I was like, what am I going to do? And she's like, well, won't you go for a walk and, and, and pray about it? So wise advice. So I listened to her. I walked to my chair <laughs> and started to think and pray about it. And as I was praying, you know, being the last week of school, I started thinking of things of summer and and one of the things of summer is camp. And so I started thinking about church camp when I was a kid. And one of the themes in church camp was the armor of God. And so that's where we're going to be today. So if you would turn to Ephesians chapter six, and I'll be going through verses 10 through 20. Now, a good way to find Ephesians, my youth pastor taught me this, is a little saying. This is the teacher coming out in me is go eat popcorn. Galatians. Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. So you find one of them, go eat popcorn, you can find Ephesians. All right, Ephesians 6, verse 10. I brought my little Bible, so the words are very small. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you may so that you can take your stand against the evil. Excuse me. So you can take a stand against the devil's schemes for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities and against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of the evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm. Then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist and the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. 
Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. In this scripture, Paul makes it very clear that we are at war. There is spiritual warfare going on. He also makes it very clear who the enemy is. The enemy is Satan. We, you know, I grew up in a Baptist church and we and I, we sing this hymn here, too. We sing he lives, he lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along narrow along life's narrow way. But, you know, that really can also be kind of the same. If you think about Satan as well, he can walk and talk with us if we allow him to. Oftentimes we make a kind of a mockery of Satan. Sometimes he's the mascots of sports teams or you'll see kids dress up as him in Halloween. The Satan is real and he is out to get us. Paul also tells us that we must be prepared. We must wear armor. We must put on the full armor of God because we are in a fight in a fight for our lives. You will notice that there are six pieces of armor that Paul lists. The first five are of a defensive nature, but the sixth one is that we can, you know, we have a little bit of offensive weapon as well. We can go on the offensive against Satan. Now, understand that Satan is on the attack. We, we see that because Paul tells us above when he's talking about the shield of faith, he says above all taking the shield of faith with which you'll be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Satan has a quiver full of darts, flaming arrows. He aims at us every day from every angle. Now, the good news is none of these arrows can reach us or hurt us along as long as we have on the full armor of God, because each piece of armor is specifically designed to ward off any particular arrow that Satan may throw from us. And fiery arrows hurt because I got burnt this morning and it's stinging. Just I wonder if that was meant to happen. Now, the first piece that Paul tells us about is the belt of truth, which is in 614. Now, the belt of truth is is what holds all the armor together. I mean, think about a belt. I mean, a skinny guy like me, belt's pretty important or my pants are going to fall down. And you don't want to be caught with your britches down. Now, the belt of truth is a defensive weapon. It is used to ward off arrows of deception. Jesus tells us about the devil in John 8:44. He calls him a liar and tells, and tells us he's the father of lies. Satan is the master of deception. It was this deception of Eve that doomed the human race. Now, that same devil that could deceive Eve in the Garden of Eden is trying to deceive you. Think about it. Eve was walking with God, yet was walking with God in the garden, but yet was deceived by by the devil. Where do we get this truth? The truth comes from God's word. Every day we must put on the belt of truth, which is the word of God. The next piece is the breastplate of righteousness. After we put on the belt of truth. We have to put on the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate is designed to protect the most vital organ, which is your heart. 
Now, your heart is where the battle can become very real. The Bible tells us that the heart represents our will and our soul. It is the essence of who we are. Your eternal destiny will be determined, will be determined by your heart. Romans 10.9 tells us, and we've seen this scripture before, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised from the dead, you should be saved. The next piece that Paul tells us about is the shoes of peace. When we get fitted for these shoes, we believe in the gospel and peace comes from believing in the gospel and knowing that Christ Jesus is our Lord. These shoes of peace will let you walk through the thorns and temptations of this life and allow you to carry the gospel message everywhere you go. The shield of faith is the next piece of armor. The shield of faith is used to ward off the arrows of doubt. Doubt is a key weapon of Satan, and we must defend ourselves with faith. Doubt is like a fire. If not dealt with, it can grow. Now, I don't think doubt in itself is a sin, but is what we do with doubt. Do we feed it or do we feed our faith? Romans 10.17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must fortify our faith with the word of God. Now we are told to put on the helmet of salvation. Just as the breastplate protects the heart, the helmet protects our head and our mind. Because these are oftentimes the two primary targets in any kind of battle. If Satan cannot get to your heart, he's going to go for your head. He will try to make you think you are lost. He will try to convince you that you have lost your salvation. If this happens to you, you need to put on the helmet of salvation. What is the helmet of salvation? First, it is the knowledge that you are saved and you are already victorious. Secondly, it's the confidence that you can never lose that. And the last piece is our weapon. It is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now, remember, the first five weapons are for our defense or our defensive nature against Satan. But this is an offensive weapon, which can be used to defeat Satan, because God does not always want us to be on the defense. He wants us also to be on the offense. In Matthew four, we see this when When Jesus was in the desert, being tempted by Satan, let me turn there real quick. Jesus is in the desert and the tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And this is how Jesus responded to Satan's temptation. Jesus answered, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on the but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. We see that Jesus responded to the devil with scripture. And that was his offensive weapon. Hebrews 4.12 says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double edged sword. You see, when we put on the armor of God, we can defend ourselves against every attack of Satan. 
But when we take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, the devil cannot defend himself against us. If you take up the armor of God every day and put it on from head to toe and then go into battle with the sword of the spirit, you will live in victory. We live our lives on a battlefield. We are constantly in battle against the devil and his fallen angels. But God equipped us with the armor to protect ourselves and defend his name. It is our responsibility to take up the armor of God and guard our souls. We are to read his word, to meditate and study his scripture. And we are to pray and to ask for prayer. And the last section of this this passage, we see that Paul is, is asking for prayer and telling them to pray for all the saints. We have allies in this battle on this battlefield as well. And we need to remember we are on the winning team. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this passage and just thank you for bringing it to my mind. And, and thank you for us being on the team that's that already has victory. And, and I just pray that we can equip ourselves and go out and conquer every day. In your name I pray. Amen.